I'll begin by announcing some very good news. I was recently awarded some money from the CIA. I am now proudly employed by the CIA. That is only a joke, please. I do not wish to get into any kind of legal trouble for that claim. Merely a joke. If you paid attention to what some ding-dongs are saying on Twitter, you might have the impression that that's true. You might have the impression that all of a sudden I am the biggest CIA bootlicker, the CIA ass-kisser. So it all started with this adorable little clip. Argument uh, is here. Just Hunter, because they... I don't, I honestly, I don't even know how to have a conversation with you because you live in a fantasy world. Like, I don't... I don't, like, if I don't... I just didn't imagine having to come here and explain to you, hey, the CIA is nefarious. The, the, like literally the same intelligence community that was responsible for the overthrowing multiple <clears throat> if you don't trust the cia then who do you trust world. if you don't trust like our intelligence systems then who do no, you are trust you serious? do you genuinely trust the cia i'm, I'm one i'm asking you who you trust do you trust them do you trust them 50 percent? what i trust so this clip right here basically people getting super triggered because i said if you don't trust the cia who do you trust now i understand that this clip it doesn't look optically great, especially to a more, uh, like, lefty base or whatever. Um, and I also understand how it might sound or it can be interpreted possibly as me saying you should just blindly trust the CIA. Although, this is only a one-minute clip. I never said that. In fact, I say the opposite. I go on to say the opposite within this part of the debate. So, this was the uh, the clip that started it all. If you can't trust the CIA, then who can you trust? However, I think that this is a fair question to ask. The CIA provides our government with vital uh, information pertinent to foreign policy and foreign affairs. There are things the CIA does that benefits America and keeps Americans safe. They provide us with information. First of all, they provide information to other parts of government that can inform foreign policy. And they also provide information to us, the uh, common people. For example, they release a yearly world fact book. They publish this book with facts, statistics, and information about these foreign areas. And this fact book is considered very reliable and it's used in academic circles. I kind of clarified here. This is the tweet that kind of started it all. Is the CIA perfect? No. Have they had scandals in the past? Yes. But there's no denying that the CIA has access to resources that ultimately deliver superior and more accurate data and insights. Logging off now. So I want to explain a little bit more what I mean by this. The CIA, it is undeniable, has access to the resources to deliver information that we don't have. I wrote some stuff down, all right? Let's start with the basics. What is the CIA? The CIA and FBI are both members of the US intelligence community. The CIA, however, has no law enforcement function. Rather, it collects and analyzes information that is vital to the formation of U.S. policy, particularly in areas that impact the security of the nation. In fact, the CIA is broken into multiple divisions. So there's four divisions of the CIA. Uh, there's the Directorate of Operations, the Directorate of Intelligence, the Directorate of Administration, and the Directorate of Science and Technology. Far too often, people think of the CIA as an independent agency that's just doing whatever it wants, acting however it pleases, no accountability, 
But I'm sorry, I know, so spicy, that's just not true, okay? The CIA answers to the executive branch. The CIA is ultimately a tool of the executive branch. CIA operations are overseen, and when covert actions are considered, oversight and approval is necessary. Britannica, non-biased encyclopedia. The CIA often has been portrayed by its critics as an agency run amok that implements covert operations without the approval of the executive branch of the US government. Contrary to that assertion, however, all covert operations must be officially sanctioned by the executive branch. Once approved by the National Security Council, plans for covert action are presented to the Senate and House committees that oversee CIA operations. The CIA also sought the Bush administration's specific approval of enhanced interrogation techniques. So you'll notice that even when the CIA has been engaged in illegal and fucked up behavior that has happened. I'm not denying that. But even when that's happened, it's largely because they were commanded to by the executive branch. This might be an issue within the chain of command. Try to remember the CIA is not just this independent agency doing whatever it wants. It is an R. It is a tool of the executive branch. It can be used for good and it can be used for bad. The CIA is a member of the United States intelligence community. Okay, and they both report to the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. And then this reports to the executive branch. Part of the reason that there are so many uh, misunderstandings about the CIA is because back in like the 50s, 60s, and 70s, the CIA was involved in a lot of abuses of power. Uh, they were involved in a lot of illegal activity. It was disgusting the kind of shit they engaged in, you'll hear all kinds of scary stories. Many of them are actually true about the CIA engaging in uh, MK Ultra was one of the experiments you'll hear brought up a lot where they were giving people LSD without their knowledge. There's all kinds of fucked up shit that the CIA was involved in. So that's first where the large untrust of the CIA comes from, but then that's oftentimes followed by, and Shuan had said this herself, that, oh, and there's no reform. We should just now just trust them? Why? What happened? These people don't read. I'm sorry. They don't. Let's read about this. So the U.S. Congress has had oversight responsibilities over the CIA since the agency was established in 1947. However, prior to the mid-1970s, oversight resp uh, responsibilities resided in the armed service committees of both chambers and were less formal than they are now. So originally there was oversight, but it was not nearly good enough, and that is what partially allowed for the CIA to get away with so much of the fucked up shit it did. Following allegations of wrongdoing by U.S. intelligence agencies, the Senate established the Senate Select Committee, Committee on Intelligence on May 19, 1976. The House of Representatives followed suit on July 14, 1977 by creating the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. These committees, along with the armed services, as well as the Foreign Relations and Foreign Affairs Committees, were charged with authorizing the programs of the intelligence agencies and overseeing their activities. Executive Order 11905. It prohibited any member of the U.S. government from engaging or conspiring to engage in any political assassination anywhere in the world world. Now let's look at covert operation, because this is another reason why a lot of people are really paranoid about the CIA. And 
upon reading like what the definition of covert action is, it definitely sounds a little like, oh, that's a little weird. A covert operation is a military operation intended to conceal the identity of or allow plausible denial by the party that instigated the operation. So you might wonder, though, why do they do these covert operations? And it has been argued that it reduces the likelihood of war and attacks. So according to a 2018 study by University of Chicago politician scientist Austin Carson, covert operations may have the beneficial effect of preventing escalation of disputes into full-blown wars. He argues that keeping military operations secret can limit escalation dynamics as well as insulate leaders from domestic pressures while simultaneously allowing them communicating their interest to the adversary and keeping a war contained. There is absolutely a benefit in this action. Can it be abused? Yes. But once again, this only proves that the CIA is a tool. President Ronald Reagan issued Executive Order 12333 titled United States Intelligence Activities in 1984. This order defined covert action as special activities, both political and military, that the U.S. government could legally deny. The CIA was also designated as the sole authority under the 1991 Intelligence Authorization Act, and in Title 50 of the United States Code section, it says, The CIA must have a presidential finding issued by the President of the United States in order to conduct these activities under the Hughes-Ryan Amendment to the 1991 Intelligence Authorization Act. These findings are then monitored by the oversight committees in both the U.S. Senate and the House of Representatives. As a result of this framework, the CIA, quote, receives more oversight from the Congress than any other agency in the federal government. I know that there's going to be a lot of people seething right now, but this is why I laugh at everybody who's molding on Twitter is I am once again being attacked for telling the truth. So you'll hear stuff about CIA uh, officials who don't face charges. Quite often you'll hear stuff like this. And a lot of the times this is brought up by lefties who use it to argue uh, or further try and prove their point that the CIA is completely corrupt through and through and cannot be trusted whatsoever. However, again, we have to understand why were the CIA agents engaged in this behavior? Were they acting independently? No, they were following legal guidance in memos that were given to them. And that's why they didn't face charges. So that's the first thing I want to get just like go over is that the CIA has extensive oversight and extensive like there's a lot of other factors at play. This is a huge multifaceted agency. And the takes that I've seen on Twitter are so fucking terminally online. It's hilarious. People arguing that the whole organization is full of pedophiles. So the other reason that people get really mad is the drug trafficking stuff. You will hear repeatedly about how the CIA put crack cocaine in black communities. You will hear this all the time, but this is also just not true. It's funny because even on Twitter, where everybody's so mad and so triggered, even a shoe on head herself, this one right here, the CIA and the crack cocaine slash crack e epidemic. So what people don't know, and they never really bring up because they don't know this, they saw this in a Twitter headline and then they share it because CIA bad is actually that there were not one, not two, but three federal investigations into these claims that all came back unfounded, okay? 
So a lot of this myth stems from the San Jose Mercury News article, which was written by Gary Webb. And this is what told the story that the CIA was uh, behind this massive crack cocaine epidemic, specifically in black communities. Once these articles came out that alleged that the CIA was involved in drug trafficking, crack cocaine into black communities, this created massive, massive uproar. People were furious, and rightfully so. An allegation like that deserves to be looked into. In the weeks following publication, Webb's peers doubted the merit of the articles. Fellow journalists at the Washington Post and New York Times and Webb's own editor, maybe the CIA deep state got him, accused him of blowing a few truths up into a massive conspiracy. Among Webb's fundamental problems was his implication that the CIA lit the crack cocaine fuse. It was conspiracy theory, a neat presentation of reality that simply didn't jibe with real life. Webb later agreed in an interview that there is no hard evidence that the CIA as an institution or any of its agent employees carried out or profited from drug trafficking. Following Webb's allegations, Frederick Hitz, he was the CIA inspector general, he conducted the investigation. So this is where people get the claim that the CIA investigated the CIA. What they don't realize is that he is an independent watchdog approved by Congress. And then they released a declassified version of Hits 2 volume report. So first there's that. Then there's also on Gary Webb's own fucking Wikipedia page, you can just read about the various reports that were done. The Department of Justice Inspector General's report was released on July 23rd, 1998. Uh, we did not find that their activities were responsible for the crack cocaine epidemic in South Central Los Angeles, much less the rise of crack throughout the nation or that they were a significant source of support for the Contras. So that was the first report. Then there was the CIA report. It found nothing to support the claim that drug trafficking activities were motivated by any commitment to support the Contra cause or Contra activities undertaken by CIA. It noted that these guys claimed to have donated money to Contra sympathizers in Los Angeles, but found no information to confirm that it was true or that the agency had heard of it. Then there was a House Committee report. The House Intelligence Committee issued its report in February 2000. According to the report, it used Webb's reporting and writing as key resources in focusing and refining the investigation. The report concluded that it was not sufficient to finance the organization and did not consist of millions, contrary to the claims of the Dark Alliance series. This support was not directed by anyone within the Contra movement who had any association with the CIA, and the committee found no evidence that the CIA or the intelligence community was aware of these individuals' support. It also found no evidence to support Webb's suggestion that several other drug smuggle uh smuggle smugglers am i okay right now hunter you good buddy you need, you need to take a time out smugglers mentioned in the series were associated with the cia Ooh, ouch that hurts man three unique federal investigations all coming up empty but the the legend persists the myth persists so what leftists oftentimes engage in when criticisms of our institutions, and it's funny because leftists don't do this, uh, are not unique in doing this, actually. It's right-wingers that do this as well. They are engaged in a formal fallacy called the genetic fallacy. The genetic fallacy is a fallacy of irrelevance that is based solely on someone's or something's history, origin, or source 
rather than its current meaning or context. This overlooks any difference to be found in the present situation, typically transferring the positive or negative esteem from the earlier context. So yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at. Now that we have a little bit of context and nuance, now that we recognize that, hey, reforms have taken place. Hey, the CIA and the covert action that it engages in does actually have some benefits here to national security. Hey, the CIA does actually seem to provide pretty accurate information when it comes to their world factbook, so much so that it's literally being used by academics to this day. So. Don't tell me that because there were bad things that happened in the past, or because there were scandals, or because they were engaged in abuses of power in the past, which they were, I'm not denying that, don't tell me that because of that, we cannot trust the CIA today. I don't like that line of reasoning at all. It's fallacious, and it's unconvincing. This kind of started with shoe on head, probably making her dumbest tweet yet. <laughs> If I'm being fair. So I made my tweet about it. Is the CIA perfect? No, but you know, they do have access to uh, superior um, resources. And keep in mind, what's funny is I believe that even Vosh agreed with me on this. So for example, like the kind of reports that come out from the CIA, like sometimes there's info there that literally only the CIA or comparable agencies could acquire because there are intelligence agencies, you know, like some, some, sometimes there is info where you have no source but them. And sometimes you shouldn't trust that info, at least not at face value, but sometimes it's, it's I think, more reasonable, uh, depending on the interests involved, the potential biases, conflicts of interest, that kind of stuff. So what Hunter is asking right now is who do you trust? Like, where do you get your info from? And Nico has to have a good answer for this because if he doesn't trust the CIA to provide any info, he does, there does need to be another institution, another like place from which he gets his information. Hmm, that just sounded like Vosh reiterating my position and why I was correct in asking that question. But I don't see Shuan Head or anyone else for that matter getting super mad at him. But she says, please just go back to being a MAGA kid if this is the road you're on. I get that it's like LOL, funny roast, ha ha ha. But if you think about it, this is a really fucking stupid statement. What you're essentially saying is you would rather have me be homophobic and transphobic and spread like racist ideas on my channel instead of being way more socially progressive and also being like, hey, the CIA isn't actually like completely as bad as you guys are, are saying it is. And a lot of this seems to be based on misinformation. Oh my God, someone in here unironically saying that Vosh is a CIA op. You people are deranged. I, I, I can't, you know what? It's not fair, it'd be ableist to engage with you any further. Um. So anyway, this is just a really fucking stupid tweet though from Shoe on Head. Actually like unironically dumb bad take. And it also really shows where her priorities are. Like Shuan Head seems to be more interested now in elites bad and institutions bad, which is a new one a little bit, than let's fight homophobia, let's fight transphobia, let's fight racism. I, I Okay, that's fine. But if you'd really rather have people being a MAGA person than someone that's like willing to acknowledge that the CIA is far from perfect, but also is like, hey, a lot of this is based on misinformation and they do have superior and more accurate data and insights at the end of the day they just they do it's so yeah this is your brain on populism never not populism not even once it is brain rot and then shuan head goes on to reveal how terminally online she is scandals the entire cia needs to be abolished are you fucking crazy you realize that like every country has an intelligence agency this is necessary for the fucking protection of your country the entire CIA needs to be abolished. Oh, Jesus, dude. This is so stupid. This is why I responded, touch grass. Holy shit. Okay. 
So she brings up this story. CIA files say staffers committed sex crimes involving children. They weren't prosecuted. And I feel that my response was quite fair. I said, how does this disprove that the CIA has access to superior info? Anybody that engages in any kind of sexual crime involving children deserves to be brought to their knees by the law and largely by society. Yes. These people are scum fucks. This, we can recognize that this is disgusting, but I just don't think that this discredits the entire CIA by any stretch of the measure, which is what, what Shuan Head was trying to do. Not being prosecuted is a problem, and we can talk about that, but they were still fired. They still left the agency. It wasn't like they were kept on board. Do you know, for example, that among this investigation, they also found people that had child porn, not just that worked at the CIA, but also people that worked at the Pentagon? Are we going to say the entire government now is controlled by pedophiles? Are we going to go the, uh, the, the Pizzagate QAnon direction? Go back to being a MAGA kid. I said, why? So we'd have more to agree on? <laughs> has the CIA ever done anything anyone is proud of? That is a laughable, hilarious statement you've made, and it shows that you know nothing about the day-to-day -day kind of attacks that have been prevented because of the information provided to us, the type of foreign policy that we have because of the information the CIA has provided to us, the information that we understand about across the world because of the information the CIA has provided to us. That is a laughable statement you would make. Hilarious. I don't know, man. I guess, yeah. I, I got ratioed, guys, so that means I'm wrong. Never forget, they hated Jesus because he told the truth. This was the guy that actually put the fucking tweet out on me that got well, started getting shared around and started the whole hey, thing. Hey, what's going on? This is Chris Legion. One of my tweets went viral, and it's a pretty funny tweet. Pretty crazy. Uh, so early today, I was watching a debate uh, with Nico House and this new kid named Hunter Avalon. I hope I'm saying it right, Avalon. Now, you know, I don't want to go after the kid. The kid's a young kid. He's new. He... I'm a new kid, guys. I'm the new kid on the block. Thank you, Chris Legion. For not sending your legion of cucks after me, because I'm the new kid on the block. If you don't trust our institutions, then who the fuck do you trust? If you don't, if you don't trust our institutions, then who do you trust? Okay, so please, wait, are you gonna answer? Yeah, that's something you probably don't want to ask a black person if uh, why they don't trust the institutions that enslaved them and institutionally put Jim Crow laws on on them and uh, really done a lot of terrible things. Wait, did the CIA put Jim Crow laws in place? Am I missing something? Did I miss that part of history class? Oh, wait. He's saying our entire government institution is corrupt. Interesting. So why is the election secure again? Why are you getting the vaccine again? Why do you care that the FDA has approved the vaccine? After all, if our entire institutions are corrupt because at one point the government had Jim Crow, then I would actually want to know who the fuck do you trust? Nope, I'm done with the CIA arc. Unless someone comes in on my chat saying some dumb shit, then we can talk. But either way, I have completely vindicated myself. I have revealed that I know immensely more about the CIA and how it operates than any of these dipshits on Twitter do. And that Vosh, in fact, parallels a lot of my positions, despite what a lot of lefties would like to believe. And that anybody saying abolish the CIA is probably so disillusioned, they probably shouldn't even be allowed on the internet at that point. Like, they're, they're too far gone. It's bad for their mental health. They should probably just be in a padded room. No offense, Shu, but it's for your own good. It's for the populist brain rot. Exactly. We'll, we'll throw that in there, too. I don't know. The CIA will make something up, but they'll get you locked up for some, some reason or another. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's good to be here, and that's awesome. You uh, you play Fortnite too. I know a lot of people find it cringy. I play Fortnite, but honestly, it's a lot of fun, and I love the new season. Exactly. You know what? People are gonna 
and it does have its cringy elements for sure. But you know what? I don't yes. care. It's fun and it's repetitive, and it. I've never been a fan of games with like a lot of storyline, so I like the just the quick start match and play kind of style. So I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. No, it's good to be here. So, uh, well, uh, yeah. Hello yeah. to everybody. Good morning to everybody. I guess at least it's morning where I am. Um, I guess you're just coming up on the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I'm Kevin Castley. I run Superpower Broadcasting on Twitch and YouTube. I just got my YouTube channel back, so I do daily live streams. I'm going to be uploading daily content over there. So, and it's good to talk to Hunter here, it's particularly about like the CIA and everything, because a lot of the memes and a lot of the double standards and a lot of the hypocrisy around uh, the people that have come after you, as, as well as Vosh recently over this stuff, is kind of goofy. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know you wanted to talk about that. So, yeah, I mean, I the first thing that you probably already saw was shoe on heads response. And I know that shoe on head gets real triggered by the CIA and everything. But I was pretty I was actually a little pissed off for the first time in a while with her response, because I thought that what she was saying was really dumb, that she said she would rather I be a MAGA kid than go that route. It's like so you'd rather have like homophobia, transphobia and bad conservative ideas peddled on YouTube than you would someone that's just like not completely delusional when it comes to the CIA. Like seriously, this is where your standards are at. So yeah, I think that that yeah. hypocrisy there that it's really quite ridiculous when, when you see that kind of shit um, pop up for sure. I think that the problem is, and this is where I'm hoping that you can kind of help out a little bit is it does seem that the CIA has had a lot of issues in the past. And so I think that there's like, it's understandable why people are skeptical of that institution. What do you, do, yeah. you, do you agree with that? Or what would you, I, I, I don't know. What do you have to say about well, that? Well, I'm, I'm critical of the CIA uh, in, in terms of their effectiveness. I also acknowledge that the CIA has done some pretty bad stuff. It's the dirty hands problem in international relations. So I've got a degree in political science focused on international relations. And one of the things that really goes over a fair number of people's heads is the dirty hands problem. It even goes over IR uh, kids' heads a lot of the time, especially in the more sort of, you know, realist, or not realist, but the the uh, the more idealist or the more uh, liberal sort of school of thought with international relations is that, you know, they look at something that, that that's bad and they think, oh, well, we can't get involved with that, when obviously there are a lot of greater evils out there. And the thing is, the CIA of today is not the CIA of the 1970s or the 1960s or the 1980s. And so if you were to say, oh, well, the CIA does a lot of bad things, it's like, well, I would say name them. And usually when people do, the instances that they're referring to are from the CIA during the Cold War, which was a completely different time right. under different leadership with really a different uh, sort of focus. Most of the CIA's tasks today, are, as you know, are centered around counterterrorism, mm -hmm. cyber operations and collection of foreign intelligence, basically, whereas back in the Cold War, primarily what the CIA was tasked with were those tasks, but counterterrorism was not as big a priority. Right. And uh, basically assisting pro-American elements in the world was. And the thing is, a lot of those pro-American elements did a lot of bad shit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Contras in Nicaragua are a good example, for example. 
right? But when people bring that up to discredit the CIA today, I'm like, okay, but the CIA is not funding Contras in Nicaragua in 2021. It's like yeah. it, it, there's a different head of the CIA. It's almost as if it were a different organization in some ways. So. Well, we also looked on stream a little bit about how in the 1970s there were um, a lot of strict uh, committees that were set up basically to have oversight of the CIA. So we, we read a little bit on stream here before about how um, – Originally, there was only one agency that was overseeing the CIA, but then after all the abuses came to light, um, there was far more oversight put in place by President Ford. Yeah, and that's that's something that almost inevitably was going to happen as these sort of scandals came to light. Now, I did mention that there was the effectiveness, too, that I was critical of them of. A lot of people make the CIA out to be like this boogeyman of like, oh, they they do everything bad in the world and whatnot they're actually not as potent as some other intelligence agencies out there so the russian kgb or the fsb today i would argue is actually more effective than the cia uh the Mossad in israel is generally more effective the cia tried to assassinate castro over 600 times and failed at that like the cia has a lot of these cases where they'll be tasked with something and they won't get it right and so people will call me a cia shill and i'm like well uh, I've got criticisms of the CIA in both dimensions, uh, right. you know, so uh, I, it's also funny how people have accused you of being paid by the CIA. They accuse me of being paid by the CIA. A lot of people accuse Vash of being paid by the CIA. And it's like, so it, it's almost as if everybody that these people would disagree with must be paid. And I always, I always just find that kind of funny because... Uh, my friend Reese, who runs the channel Spooky Nukies, and we do a show together called Goal Gang Rising every Saturday night, he, he brought up a great point, which is that everybody ultimately defaults to some establishment as their frame of reference. And so for myself and Reese, it's generally Washington, D.C. Uh, mm -hmm. We tend to trust outlets there, you know, uh, generally the and U.S. government more. Yeah. yeah, the U.S. intelligence community. But if you're somebody who's very critical of that, it's one thing to be critical of that. Usually what I find the pattern is those people defer and actually trust the Russian intelligence consensus or yep. the Iranian intelligence Nico consensus, House. right? It, He's a great exactly, example. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> He's yeah, the one that, that started that, all... Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say that that's that's exactly it. And so that's why Reese says, you know, everybody has an establishment for Reese and I. Our establishment is the Pentagon. It's not to say we aren't critical. It's just that's what we trust as a frame of reference, mm -hmm. uh, as Paribus, whereas other people have the Kremlin or uh, Iran or even in some cases North Korea as their frame of reference. Very few people actually have no frame of reference just kind of like how very few people are actually pacifists most people are either hawks for russia or hawks for the west that there aren't very many people who are actually anti-war because you can look at the anti-war movement today and a lot of them are supporting uh putin potentially going to war with ukraine which is like oh interesting because right. there are real pacifists out there there are real neutral people out there they're just they're rare and they're not people like nico house they're not people like shuanhead and shuanhead to say that about you that she prefer you to be MAGA or whatever, that the reason why ultimately comes back simply to foreign policy. It's that uh, it, it's basically you'll take somebody who's deeply conservative, somebody who's uh, deeply uh, problematic over somebody who does have liberal views, but supports those liberal views in the world. And so uh, I, and that's basically Shuan had, you know, I can almost... Uh, 
I fail oftentimes to tell her tweets from, say, Richard Spencer or any of these, like, right-wing nationalists, basically, the America First crowd. They mm. oftentimes sound indistinguishable from one another, and all of them ultimately defer to the Kremlin, to Putin's line at the end of the day. So Yeah, I think even Nico House is a fucking great example of that, too, because it's like the dude was on here yelling at me for believing the CIA or whatever, and it's like, bruh, you work with RT. <laughs> like, yes. You're a joke. It's just so hip RT. Yeah, like Russian. Yeah, RT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's complete. It's like far right Russian propaganda source. Like, bruh. Come on. Well, yeah, that's the thing about RT, though. Like, I've studied RT. I used to watch RT a lot. RT gets about $300 million since their inception each year uh, to, to, to operate. And the thing, one of the big things that I think people might miss about RT is that RT does not broadcast in Russia. People in Russia watch Russia One or other state media. Uh, and the Kremlin controls everything except for the channel Rain, which is like the only independent channel there. Uh, it, it, so Russians don't actually watch RT. Everything that RT produces, everything that they get paid to make, is not for a Russian audience. They have other propaganda. It's specifically for us to watch and to buy. It's, for, it's specifically it's for specifically international to, export. Yeah, to literally yeah. appeal to Americans, right? Yes, yeah, so that's why you'll find that a lot of RT hosts, you know, Lee Camp or uh, Tom Hartman or all these guys that would always be on there uh, traditionally, and some of them still are, they tend to be pretty progressive. A lot of them supported Jill Stein and whatnot because the biggest uh, asset of Putin being a far-right petrostate mm -hmm. is to fund and support uh, progressives that that ultimately support Russia. And so you, you see this with people like Jill Stein, where Jill Stein actually had dinner with, with Vladimir Putin. And you're like, what's the leader of the Green Party doing having dinner and being all smiles with the largest producer of gas and oil in the world? But, mm -hmm. but it ultimately comes down to a far-right state like Russia doesn't actually care if Richard Spencer and the neo-Nazis win or if the radical, radical left wins. All that they care about is that both sides uh, fight so that they can sow discord. And so that's why they'll uh, they'll hype up the, the Charlottesville rally and all this stuff. They'll hype up Donald Trump. But they'll also hype up these uh, far left candidates that are also spoiler candidates like uh, Jill Stein and others. It's that uh, at the end of the day, whether whether it's a a far left sort of asset or a far right asset, it, 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 Putin doesn't really care who wins. All that he cares is that liberals lose is, mm. is my view of it. That's interesting. Yeah. Um I'm going to go back to a CIA related question too, which yep. is, um, so what, like, what would you say to the people that, um, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this question. Hold on. So the CIA, the, there's no question that the CIA is extremely powerful and provides us with valuable insights, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, no, the CIA, that, that, like you were saying earlier, the CIA has about $15 billion dollars of uh, operating budget per year that we know of. And a lot of that goes into um, not necessarily like open source Intel, but generally more publicly available stuff. Not all of it is like clandestine, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. covert ops and stuff, right? <laughs> right, a lot of it's just like data analy analytics. Like yes. I was reading about how for the majority of people at the CIA, it's just a nine to five job behind a desk looking at fucking data points pretty much. like. 
It's mm-hmm. not this huge. I I I feel like people picture the uh the show Twenty Four, and they think that's how the yes. CIA is. Yes, that's right. CTU, and the thing is, CTU was very different because CTU and Twenty Four. If uh, I used to watch Twenty Four, CTU, if I remember, operated almost exclusively within the United States. Like everything, would be like Los Angeles and stuff. Whereas the CIA almost exclusively operates outside of the United States. Additionally, the CIA is a civilian intelligence uh, uh, operation, whereas um, CTU, uh, I don't believe that they, well, they might have been civilians. I'm not 100% sure about that, but they definitely engaged in a lot more sort of, you know, uh, almost like Rambo-style paramilitary type stuff and everything that, yeah, as you say, the the CIA for a lot of people is like this 9-to-5 job. I think where the idea, though, that that the CIA is kind of like meddling in and and paying YouTubers and stuff and everything. I think where that comes from is if if you look into the history of the CIA with uh, the OSS that preceded it, they did actually fund university academics, but they funded them to do research and get maps and 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 specialize in languages in the Middle East so that they could have a better knowledge of the area. It wasn't so much of like, we're going to pay you so that you tell your kids stuff, you tell your students right. stuff. It was more, we're going to pay you so that, because we don't we don't have satellites at the time. We don't have Google Earth, right? We, we actually need, we don't have, you know, people that know all this language. If you, if you look into it, uh, a lot of that, those sorts of memes, they come from the fact that the OSS they'd pay academics to get them data but it's it's construed in this nefarious way to think that they're still doing this sort of stuff in 20 or 2021 and i would be really really surprised if the cia was doing it but the russians do do it though and we know that jimmy Dore, for example has received money he's received confirmed that we know of one thousand dollars from the Syrian government, for example, and and that's just what I know off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I could look into it more. I've been wanting to do a video on that, but he received this Serena, uh, Serena Shim Award for journalism, which is basically like this fake award where they just give it to people that uh, prop up their uh, narrative, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's always funny to see those accusations of people being paid by the CIA when sometimes the people that are levying that charge have actually received money from either Russian puppet states or they actually work for Russia Today, you know, Caleb Maupin, for example, in which case uh, they're actually being paid directly from uh, Putin's budget. So, yeah, it's it's really, really interesting. And you're right. I think that's a good point about how it seems that people ultimately do fall back to some kind of an institution. And then it almost seems like a lot of and I'm not saying this for sure on him necessarily, but it seems like a lot of people who are super skeptical of the CIA or whatever, do fall back and end up trusting other sources of information that are far more nefarious. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because the the difference these days, like we're, we're not talking about like the Cold War anymore where, uh, you know, like I was saying, you know, there was the Iran-Contra thing and all that sort of stuff. These days in 2021, it's a, it's a lot more clear cut that basically you've got Russian intelligence which serves to... To basically prop up Assad, uh, back in the day it was Yanukovych and all these kinds of guys. And then you have the CIA, which is largely a benign organization at this point. Uh, the Russian intelligence, the FSB and their their offshoots, the GRU and stuff, they're actually doing a lot more shady stuff in the world uh, that we know of, at least, than the CIA. 
and and it is always interesting to kind of see that Both. that double standard you know i'd be a lot more likely to take somebody's criticism as as more valid if they were also critical of uh, russia and iran but oftentimes a lot of these people they say well ukraine is on russia's doorstep how would you feel if russia was in mexico and it's like well but russia's trying to invade you ukraine <laughs> you know <laughs> it just it also that really speaks against the whole the dipshit abolish the cia take which by the way is another shoe on head take um <clears throat> yes. like you talk about how powerful these other intelligence agencies are compared to the cia and then you have people that are like just get rid of the cia like what what do you think's gonna happen if we just get rid of the cia <laughs> It, it it's funny you, you see that rhetoric with uh police too for example you know there's the abolish the police line and 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 what would come out of that well you'd have neighborhood policing or whatever but that would ultimately have to be bureaucratized in, in a way with a systematic code so that you can prevent police brutality and stuff and, it, and over time my view of it is if you did that you'd eventually wind up with basically the police as they look like now there'd be a chief and everything else so it would basically come to mimic itself because if it didn't you wouldn't have a standard code of operations and then maybe somebody does brutality or something and there's nobody there's no way to actually check that and stuff and so that's why uh if you actually wanted to get serious about fixing the problems of the police you you would do as i say which is to actually increase their funding and specifically earmark that increase in funding for additional training and require longer training purposes or yeah. uh, training periods so that police officers don't immediately reach for their gun or don't get overwhelmed with stress and start uh you know beating people and stuff because if you if now i'm a little bit cynical i do think though that if you really did want to get rid of the police, you would do this incremental uh, defunding of it because the less you fund them, the more police brutality there will be because they'll be more stressful. And then you can say, hey, look at these bad cops. It's like, well, how about we go the other way? How about we give them more money so that they're it's not oftentimes as stressed re, out? like reallocating funds, not so much taking yeah. away funds. But when it comes to like <clears> – <throat> so I was reading about like the World Factbook. Um what other kind of information does like what other valuable insights and data points does the CIA provide us? I mean, I know that they inform policy, um, but I haven't really had a chance to look into like a whole ton of examples. I don't know if you knew any. Yeah, that that's the thing about the CIA is the CIA, as you were talking about, mostly focuses on collection of intelligence, which a lot of that is ultimately classified. The the World Factbook is really the uh, great example of the the public available uh, uh, fruits of the CIA's labor. That's that's a really good example of it. But I, I don't think that just because something is is say classified or, or whatnot that it's that that it should just kind of be dismissed or whatever. A lot of that stuff ultimately does get declassified after a period of uh, determination that's no longer. A potential security threat and so we will find out a lot of that stuff down the road uh anyway mm -hmm. a lot of it basically has to be classified and a, a lot of their task at the end of the day is really to kind of you know assess security situations and make recommendations informed recommendations for policymakers about what's going on in the world in real time and unfortunately we just we can't see a lot of that stuff in real time we have to wait a long time to see it 
Yeah, and I think that that I mean it makes sense with like everything. I mean, I was reading even about the like what is the point of covert action because just reading about it on paper like your initial inclination is to feel kind of like it's sussy, you know, and it's like but then you read about like the needs for it and why it's there and I don't know, I feel like the more I just feel like the I understand why they have to keep it secret, but it's kind of sucks at the same time because it only adds fuel to the conspiracy theories and people like not trusting the CIA because there's not a lot of transparency. Yeah. No, and that, and that's true. It is sussy. It's totally sussy. But if it weren't, if it were to be out in the open, then uh, all of our enemies would have every advantage against us, and we'd have none when we when they already have advantages over us because we're an open society, and I support an open society. I like liberal democracy, but we are vulnerable to Russian interference in our elections and stuff in a way that they're not because they rig their own elections. Where are we going to do metal and change people's views? People don't like Putin, but they can't do anything about it. It's like it wouldn't, it wouldn't really do anything very good, but they can they can meddle and, and fund disinformation in our society and it can actually make a difference because we don't rig our elections right so 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 we're already vulnerable in that sense it's not to say get rid of liberal democracy it just means that we have to make up for that in other ways like being better at intelligence being better at at um you know uh, yeah, at the security element all that kind of stuff you know hardwiring um mm-hmm. our, our cyber systems and so for for the sussiness of it and everything at the end of the day the the thing is every country that has the means to do so will do so and if we decide basically that we're not going to play that game unfortunately we'll lose and a power will win that is willing to play that game and that world will suck to live in so exactly yeah if we just went ahead and abolished the cia i saw someone else on twitter they i felt like it was a kind of a good point about how like it seems that a lot of the times people advocate to abolish something and then replace it with the same thing but better and then <laughs> clown on the idea of reform. It's yeah. like it, <laughs> what like you would have to I, – I just wish I could ask Shu on head like what the fuck she would replace it with. You know? I, I don't think that she would actually have a, uh, a well-thought-out answer to that. My view here – and I'm blocked by her – I've been blocked by her since November of 2019, and I've always said I'm open to debating her. I'm open to talking with her. I've said that to some people that she has talked to, and they blocked me. I don't think she's really interested in having a conversation with me about this, and I'd be surprised if she'd... I mean, she'd be more likely to have a conversation with you because you got a really big following and everything, but she's generally somebody who tends to shy away from engaging in criticism or or engaging in critiques from her uh uh, opponents and critics and i I find that behavior to be anti-intellectual i would characterize her as anti-intellectual at the end of the day yeah i know that sounds harsh but it does well it does sound harsh but i understand what you what you mean by that because it's true that she's kind of just a shit poster and that's it like any more criticism and pushing her on anything isn't really going to result in in much like I feel like a lot of her opinions just derive from, like, the most surface-level, like, Twitter takes. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Abolish the CIA? Like, I actually thought that was, like, a fucking meme, like a joke. I didn't think there were people that were unironic about that. <laughs> like, Well, there's a question over whether or not she's ironic or not. Or no, how she's serious not. Be- she is this time stuff. she's being serious. But, I know you're blocked, yeah. but 
Yeah. Like, she's being serious. <laughs> she's posting a ton of articles showing, like, about CIA agents that were, like, did you hear about the scandal involving the, um, there were, like, 10 C- CIA employees that had, like, child porn on their computer or had admitted yeah. to to child sexual abuse, and then it's always presented as, like, they were never prosecuted. Hilarious. No, it's totally hilarious to me. Like, the, the, the thing about these organizations is that they have really high standards for uh, professional for professionalism and stuff, and if you get if you get caught doing that sort of stuff, it reflects really poorly on the organization. And so these organizations like the CIA, the NSA, and others in the intelligence agency uh, see it as a liability in a way that's really hard to to imagine. This idea that like they're all in on it together and it's like an old boys club or something is just not true. Now, the thing is, uh, back in the 1950s, 1960s, yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff happened in Hollywood and the CIA and stuff where, you know, there, there, were, there was just that culture, right? But my point was kind of how the CIA of today is not the CIA of the Cold War. It's the same organization, but it's got a different purpose. It's a different uh, workplace culture, and they're not, they're not going to be tolerating that kind of stuff. And, and, and so... You can say, "Oh, well, this makes the CIA look bad and everything." It's like, okay, but and it does. I've seen because it is bad. <laughs> it, it does. It, it it does. It's just the CIA didn't endorse it. They're not. Um, it's not something that you'll see the director of the CIA signing off on saying this is based or whatever. It just happens to be that there's there were, some bad yeah. people that abuse their positions, basically. That. And what but the, the thing, thing is, is too is yeah. the the thing that that I keep seeing brought up that Shiwan had brought up as well. Like this was, um, uh, these were people that had like, hold on one second. Sorry. So what is the supposed to the CIA to do today? People are asking, what's the purpose of the CIA today, but about the abuse thing, like, yeah, these were people that were just employed by the CIA. And when it was found out that they were, had engaged in that kind of behavior, they were, they either resigned themselves or they were let go. Like, I think that's a good point that it doesn't necessarily mean that the, and that's what I was saying on my stream is it doesn't mean the entire uh, agency is corrupt because just the same, there were people at the Pentagon that had child porn on their computer. We wouldn't say that we can't trust the Pentagon if they tell us a fucking nuclear missiles headed towards us. Like this just not. She wouldn't have what she'd say. Oh well, well we have nukes aimed at Russia. That's what she'd say. Well, the thing is, <laughs> is that you, you that. if or <laughs> she would just start saying, yeah, maybe you shouldn't trust them, and then you yeah. get in the territory of so you don't trust any of our institutions, which seems yeah pretty anti-intellectualism at the end of the day. And also, yeah. are you now going full QAnon? Uh, is the whole government controlled <laughs> by pedophiles? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so funny. It's so funny because generally speaking. The pedophiles, and this is just, this is a pattern that's played out. Dylan Burns has talked about this uh, a fair bit. There's a real pattern of projection here where it's the right wing. And even though Shuan Head is not particularly right wing, she she's all she's basically in the Nazbol vortex. And a lot of the memes that she she parrots are, uh, they are memes that came out of uh, the Internet Research Agency in fascist Russia and St. Petersburg and stuff. And, and the thing is, when it comes down to it, the the right wing, uh, the far right at least, the the, the ultra conservatives and stuff, the people that always cry about pedophiles and, and, and point it out, actually happen to have the 
biggest preponderance of pedophiles you know mm -hmm. you look at uh, russia and and the rampant sexual abuse that goes on there it's actually it's actually illegal for example and this isn't so much about pedophilia but it's illegal if you're a wife who's being beaten up by uh, her husband it's illegal to call the police for example that's the culture in fascist russia uh and and, and this is this is a this is a deeply deplorable country it, when it comes down to the government at least and yet uh and yet a lot of those sorts of uh, uh memes and everything that that make out organizations that generally tend to be more liberal like the cia or whatnot oh well that's where the pedophiles are oh the deep state that's where the pedophiles are it's like well no there's a few pedophiles sure and they get caught hopefully but but then you look at like matt gates you look at uh roy moore you look at all these people on the Republican side, the the, the anti-liberal side of the Republican Party that's against the CIA. You have to read about what uh, happened in um in uh Tennessee. Did you hear yeah. about that that bill where the Republicans voted, the Republicans stopped a bill from passing that would have prohibited child marriage, because yeah, they yeah 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 because <laughs> the government shouldn't be involved in marriage was one of their reasons why. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> well it is so why don't you make sure kids aren't getting raped like what well th but that's on. the thing that's the thing so they'll point to like these secret shadowy pedophiles on the liberal side in in these sorts of like institutions like the cia and stuff yet they'll have open out and out basically pedophile apologists like roy moore basically mask off about it on their side a lot of the QAnon. Uh, crowd and everything that they'll support like donald trump yeah, and, exactly. and donald trump of course hung out with uh jeffrey epstein and and said oh you know i already likes the girls young as if it was based or whatever and it's like it's generally speaking the republican side and not every republican there are some good like there are republicans out there that are against this but generally speaking if you're a republican that supports russia hates the cia hates the neocons, hates the deep states, likes QAnon, and thinks the Democrats are pedophiles, there's a very high chance that you support Roy Moore and a very high chance that you support you know, Trump. <laughs> you support Trump and, and therefore are a pedophile apologist at that point. I mean, Trump is somebody, and, and, and with Trump, it's actually worse because uh, did you ever hear about the incest remarks from Trump? about his comments on on his daughter did you ever hear about that it was i mean yeah really... I've, I've heard that one the the one that i always found a lot more um disturbing and a little bit more even a little bit more foolproof i think is um there's like a long record of him walking into changing rooms with girls at beauty pageants sometimes yes. the, sometimes the girls were as young as 15 and this is like recorded there's like we know yep. that this happened it's not like a speculation like it's happened repeatedly that he would just walk into the changing rooms of girls because he owned the pageant, uh, the building that hosted the pageant or something. And he felt like he was entitled to see the girls naked beforehand or something like it was disgusting. Yes. Oh, you know, absolutely. That's the thing is that Donald Trump, at the end of the day, he, he's in a sense, an incestuous pedophile, it, literally. And yet all these people <laughs> that are talking about the CIA and stuff and everything. They're just they're Republicans that are these America first crowd, which what does America first mean? It means uh, go Putin. It means go every adversary of the United States. They're just at the end of the day, they're anti-liberal. And it turns out, well, it, it kind of makes sense if you really think about it, because if you were a pedophile, you might have a problem with liberalism and the idea of rule of law and women's rights and all that kind of stuff, because you look, as you say, you're right about uh, about Trump with everything that happened there. A lot of these people 
they either pretend it didn't happen or they'll say yeah he's the beast alpha and it's like oh so then you do or support they'll be pedophile. like yeah but yeah. or they'll be like well i don't agree with everything trump says they always they'll yeah. sometimes pull that one too it's that's like, true but i've actually you put argued the dude in people. power so i don't know i mean i'm complicit yeah, too because i voted for people. trump in 2016 so <laughs> no I've, I've argued with people that have actually defended the uh the the pageant stuff because they they said it was chat and it's like but you're talking about democrat pedophiles but but if but if donald trump does it it's based and and epic i guess is, well, is something basically that, where um, they're at. something that our fellow cia friend vosh brought up was um about how a lot of the times conservatives end up being more pedophilic because they really like hierarchy and so the like innocent mm. young undefiled girl kind of like plays into that sort of standard because they like the idea of like the the dominant the rule the hierarchy you know it kind of makes sense too when it's, you think about it I, I i actually i disagree with that a little bit i think vosh generally i've got some disagreements with vosh but i think his takes on stuff like this are generally pretty good i have a little bit of a criticism of that which is that i don't i i think that that's a little bit too systematized a little bit too dogmatic a, a way of well he is uh, an of, anarchist uh, so it could be well, well raised it that way i i guess i guess i'm not doing the best job of conveying what i mean but i guess what i mean is that i think it almost gives too much um pr to the conservatives it almost gives them too much standing because i don't think they do that because they they like the hierarchy and stuff i'm sure that's what they'll rationalize it as i'm sure that's what they'd say yeah this is traditional or whatever i think the reason why they don't like modern understandings of uh relations why they don't like a lot of uh liberal discourse why they don't like feminism why they don't like empowered women isn't so much about the hierarchy and the um the innocence and all that stuff in the tradition i think that's their cope i think it's that they're insecure and afraid and feel that they would have no chance with empowered women so that's <laughs> their only outlet of potentially that uh, i getting think some chick who's as they see it dumb and inexperienced because who else would sleep with them that's my i mean view. that could be true i feel like maybe both are true though because i don't think the hierarchy thing is like a, a form of rationale i think it more just be why it sometimes seems more common ultimately in those circles but i mean yeah no what what you're saying does make sense also usually like it is just funny that the people that cry the most about pedophiles usually end up sympathizing with them like the a yes. perfect one to bring up too for, i'll bring this up la one last example here of nick fuentes um yes he's like the og of like pedophiles bad and all the groypers like hate pedophiles and then it's like Dude, Nick Fuentes said that like marrying girls under the age of consent is like actually traditional. And I mean, if we go back to it, there's nothing like he literally was trying to rationalize it by being traditional. Yeah. Like it was just gross. Well, he's right. I mean, back in the day, you used to be able to marry a 12 year old girl if you were like 50 or whatever. I mean, back even in Canada, in Canada, until Stephen Harper passed a bill, I think in 2011, it was it was actually legal in Canada before that for like a 60 year old to marry a 14 year old for example so he's right it was traditional but it's like okay but 
what does that mean? to tradition. <laughs> it's like, okay, but they also used to burn people to death for witchcraft. That was also traditional. It's like <laughs> a tradition, bro. A lot of traditions suck. Like Ex traditions exactly. for tradition's sake. No, that's like, oh, it, 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 that's basically his way of saying like, yeah, I'm a pedophile, but uh, more people okay. used to be into it. It used to be okay, bro. It's like, bro. No, <laughs> so Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes is somebody who, by the way, he's very critical of the CIA, and he's gone on the record as saying that he'll happily work with anybody, any organization, to undermine the American government. And so, it, 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 so it's just funny to me to see people that, uh, you know, they have all these criticisms and stuff, yet they'll happily go and defer to uh, enemy regimes where every criticism that you could levy against the CIA, even back in the day again, during the Cold War, the KGB did way worse. You know, right. you look at you, you look at uh, just the the behavior, the the genocides, all that sort and of I'll stuff. I'll clarify that really, yeah. uh, just to clarify really quick. So, because just so chat doesn't get confused, I don't think what you're saying is because other agencies were bad that somehow justifies the CIA being bad. I'm pretty sure what you're saying is that because there were other agencies that are even worse than the CIA, that shows the need for us to have a central intelligence agency as well. Well, I, I, I guess I should make my point very clear, which is that if you're not going to participate in uh, the game of national security, uh, those that are willing to will actually win. And then uh, so, for example, Russia. If the United States were to abolish the CIA today, would it mean that Russia takes over immediately? No, but it would put America at a disadvantage from a security standpoint. And then maybe it's easier for them to rig elections. Maybe there's no warning next time. Maybe there's no, oh, you know, uh, we watched as they hacked the, the DNC and the RNC. We should probably be aware of potential uh, foreign interference. Maybe there's nobody to sound that alarm anymore. And then maybe Putin's able to get somebody even worse than Trump in. And then maybe you wake up one day and you find yourself a fascist regime that now has a CIA-type organization, but it works for Russia, and they have no oversight whatsoever. And they, and at that point, you're basically in a situation like where Syria's at or where North Korea's at or where uh, Belarus is at, where you you've lost there's right. there's no there's no legal venue for you to do anything about reform at that point the only way to to change that at that point would be a revolution and and that would yeah. be difficult to organize at that point so that that's kind of my point which is that if you if you get rid of the cia if you uh basically say you know we're uncomfortable with the national security apparatus they're going to do it for the twitter uh, points yeah, Russia. Yeah, for Twitter points, for optics, basically. Russia's not getting rid of the FSB. They're still going to keep doing what they're doing. We're just not going to be as aware of it anymore and not as equipped to counter it. And I really do think, you know, that that's one of the paradoxes of this. Uh, it's not really a liberal thing. A lot of people make it out to be a liberal thing. It's more of just kind of a naive thing mm -hmm. of, oh, I I'm uncomfortable with that realm. So let's let's get rid of it doesn't actually get rid of it it just means that those that are willing to play and willing to play brutally have an easier time of defeating you of winning, and so yeah. the cia is a necessary organization i guess the question is uh what's its purpose how is it going to be structured how is it going to be funded 
and how is it going to be uh, managed with oversight? Those are really the questions, and 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 none of those questions should ever have answered. the answer of abolish right. the CIA because that, to me, that at that point, that's almost saying you know uh, we surrender to the forces of fascism in the world. We we let Putin win. He can he can. It just makes us more vulnerable and it puts us at a huge disadvantage. And I think that that's it kind of just comes back to what I've been saying in my tweet. Right. Is that it is not perfect. They have had a lot of fucked up shit that's happened in the past. They have done fucked up shit in the past. But at the end of the day, the CIA still has access to superior insights. And I mean, they're necessary for our safety. So. Yes. I I mean, reform can definitely. And that's that's a comp. By the way, I think that just for chat also. That's a argument in favor of reform. I'm totally fine with reforming the CIA, making sure that they are not acting illegally. I mean, there already is a lot more oversight, but I still would like there to be more if necessary. But again, that's a far cry from abolish the CIA. Um, Kevin, I guess before uh, before I head off to my next topic, I yep. will ask you one more question because I saw you were in my chat during my segment when I was talking about um the cia stuff was there anything that you felt like i missed or was inaccurate that you might want to correct um i didn't get to see all of it i i I was able to kind of like tune in for about five minutes and stuff and and out at a few points i guess the thing is you generally seem to have a pretty uh good job of it i would just say that generally speaking I, i think it's important to distinguish between the cia today and the CIA of the Cold War, because a lot, like almost all of the points that people bring up to make, you know, the CIA delegitimized are things that happened uh, when nobody uh, who's at the CIA right now, um, you know, all those people don't even work there anymore, basically. It's a different organization. And and you're right that there's different uh, oversight that's come into play. And and I I would also say on that, basically, you know, I, I, I guess I would ask the question, uh, you, you know, you mentioned, I guess, a bit more oversight to make sure that there's no illegality or whatever. But but what what sort of specific reform would you like to see? Like if you were to, to draft a bill right now uh, centered on, you know, CIA oversight, what would it look like? Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious about that. You know, um, I, I would need to think about it more. But I just like to keep it, keep it, make it known that I'm still open to the idea of reform, and I'm not up here saying like the CIA is just exactly perfect how it is. Yeah. Well, no, fair enough, fair enough. I, I guess I'll just close by saying, basically, you know, if you, if you guys in the audience are interested in checking me out, I stream every day, seven days a week, every every week over on Twitch, Superpower Broadcasting. And I'm on YouTube at Superpower Broadcasting. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin Castley. And I talk a lot about foreign policy, liberalism, the defense of the liberal order, uh, that sort of stuff. And, and I'm just, uh, it, it, it's so mind-boggling to me to think that it's a serious position in 2021 to just straight up, just get rid of the CIA, just get rid of it. That's, it, 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 it's It's like the laziest the laziest way out instead of even acknowledging like well what is the problem is there a problem that the cia is too powerful is there a problem that the president is abusing uh his ability to command the cia what's the issue no none of that just abolish it get rid of it bye 
Like just just abolish it. Just abolish it. And and I I did like that you brought up earlier that there really wasn't any evidence to directly implicate the CIA in uh, being part of the 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 increase in uh, crack addiction, that sort of stuff. Because that's one of the big talking points that's brought up, and that it's not it's not well founded. A lot of these uh, conspiracies and stuff about the CIA, some of them are rooted in things that, you know, had some truth back in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're they're extrapolated from that to imply that the CIA is doing that today. I, I've never seen anything to say that the CIA actually uh, I've never seen anything serious to say that the CIA was was guilty of that. But but a lot of these things are derived from experiments that the cia did do like look the cia did a lot of shitty experiments they they experimented on pregnant women and stuff in like the 1960s with different stuff it, it they did it was a lot really of fucked up but that they was did be- a lot of really screwed up shit and the thing is so did the kgb the kgb did a lot of really screwed up shit that that was the cold war and it's like when people look at the cia in 2021 and they say well they did this thing 50 years ago therefore they must be doing it now by that logic you could say okay well the u.s used to ban uh gay marriage so therefore they must be doing it now it's like well no you you can get married if you're gay at least like you just can't you you can't just ignore the nuance right and then it also is like uh someone brought up that they often do engage in that foul that form of formal fallacy where it's a um just await the genetic fallacy just saying well it used to be this way so that means it must still be doing x or they'll bring up like an unrelated thing to discredit the current claim so like shoe on head for example brought up the article about the sex crimes as an example against my claim about them having superior data i'm like wait how are these related like the thing that's so dumb about that is even if the people who did those crimes compiled part of the CIA World Factbook, the data that's in the World Factbook it would still stand. Like yeah, a like pedophile that's... can still do research in a different field and have that research be valid. They just happen to be a fucking pedophile. Though that's 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 crazy. That's it's like crazy. it's like an ad hom. It's like a. It almost seems like an ad hom. Just like, well, this bad thing yes. happened, so the whole organization's bad, or the whole agency's bad. It's just, uh. well, either oh, way, yeah, man. No. Hey, I really uh, I no. appreciate you coming on. <laughs> I appreciate the uh, the combo. Stay safe out there. All right. Let me know when you get your CIA check. I'm still waiting on mine. Yeah. Well, I, I was gonna say to you. I was gonna say to you about that. Just really quickly, I. I, I think I'm gonna buy a purple Lamborghini with mine, but I was wondering, you know, what 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 kind of Lambo or what kind of Range Rover were you thinking of getting with your CIA money? The because CIA told me it, I have to get one that puts a ton of carbon emissions out, so that's what I'm looking mm, for. Whatever, whichever. Yeah. I want some big <laughs> diesel pickup truck, just because carbon emissions. Because <laughs> everything yeah, bad, yeah, you yeah, know, with is a the sticker CIA. Sticker on the back. Sticker on the back that says, "I love the CIA." <laughs> <laughs> the CIA paid for this car. <laughs> <laughs> paid for by the cia Amen. yeah oh man well good talking with you have a good one hunter all right man see ya peace for those of you asking that was kevin on superpower broadcasting you can check him out on twitch